and I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 156. In this episode, we will be discussing season two of Netflix Shadow and Bone in its entirety. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the one, the only, Lee Bardugo. Hoi, Savienyi, caster. Hi. 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 So uh, we have some listener cities. We do. First, we have Reykjavik, Iceland. Woo! Yay! And then we're going to Sofia, Bulgaria. Yay. I would like to go to both of those places. I agree. I am. I actually am really happy that I knew how to say Reykjavik. I know you said it, but I like <laughs> when I saw it in the notes, I was like, I know how to say I that word. Say that, yeah. Uh, I would. I would love to go to Iceland. Yes. Love, love, love. Yes. I just. I, I I think it has to do with the history, but also the nature, all the beauty. Oh, my gosh. It would be amazing. Have you ever gone on a cruise at all? Like, I, I've always wanted to do one of the, like, I don't know, the cold weather cruises. Yeah, I've never done a cold weather cruise. I've done the Caribbean, Mexico kind of thing, but I've never, like, yeah. the Alaskan ones. No, I haven't done those. I think they sound really nice. I think it'd yeah. be amazing to see that stuff. I want to do like a river cruise. That sounds really fun. I mean, it sounds like old people stuff, <laughs> but it also sounds really cool. Sure. Where would you um, like? Like they go through like Europe, like oh, okay. through the rivers. Like, gotcha. So you could see, because, you know, if, when you go through Paris, you can see like the Notre Dame on the riverfront. And so it goes through all those. Yeah. That makes sense. I was thinking you were talking the about Mississippi. Yeah, our rivers. I was like, oh, that. Yeah, wow. let's go down. Yeah. Ooh, you can well, see the Harpeth. <laughs> the Harpeth. <laughs> we lived off of the Harpeth, which um, I have done the Harpeth cruises. Oh, there really is a Harpeth cruise. Yeah. Oh, okay. the General Jackson. Oh. Um, but also growing up, we had a houseboat. Oh wow! So we would. That's nice. Go up and down. We would. We had friends in Kentucky uh, that lived on the lake, so we would go up and down the river. Yeah, that sounds really fun. It was fun <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> so I um I just I think all I did with the Harpeth River, which is just this little river that we both grew up next to, I would do the. I would jump into the river. <laughs> I would also um. I don't think I ever did the like swinging into it. What do you call that? Um, when you're like, there's a rope attached to a tree above it, and you go like, no, I have no clue what I'm talking about. No. The rope swing, like I, uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. I thought, I thought it <laughs> is was there like, a special word for it? I don't know. I figured maybe there was. Like it's a, not bungee. It's not. It's not bungee. Ziplining. It's yeah. It's just, just a rope swing. Okay, rope swing. I guess well, I don't know what else to call it. I think you're absolutely right. I think I was just overthinking it, but. I saw other people do that. I never did. Um, but, hmm, yeah. Okay, so bodies of water. What a wonderful topic to start <laughs> off with. Do you know your geography? River quiz. <laughs> the river quiz. 
<laughs> I'm <laughs> such a dork that I would be into that. Hey, it, I, I understand now since you were talking about like Europe, I would yeah. love that. But it was really funny at first when I was thinking like just here and I was like, that would be <laughs> just down the Mississippi. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Down to Nolens. So how have you been? I have been good. We had a double graduation um, in a prison facility yesterday. And that's that's always fun. Um, and it's always a weird roller coaster of emotions. Right. But, um, but it's really nice. This uh, facility has um, a men's side and a women's side. So we had 10... Men graduating and 10 women graduating, and so it was a long day, but it's so, it's just so nice. Um, And this is the time that they can invite their friends and family to celebrate with them, and typically with visitation, for those that don't know, there's no, like, intermingling with, like, visitors. You have to, like, stay seated, like, with your visitor. You can't, like, introduce your friends and family to, like, your friends inside, Um and you can only hug by saying hello and hug goodbye. You can't, like, touch otherwise. But, like, these celebrations are different. So they can yeah. – they're all um, – we always do, like, a big celebratory meal. And so they're all sitting together and they're introducing their friends and family to their friends. And, um, you know, really, like, m- moms get to just sit there with their arms around their big baby boys and – Um, it's just a really special time. And then they let the students who, um, have already graduated or are set to graduate within the next year or so also attend and watch. Um, and I, this is the first time I've been at this facility, so I don't know any of our students. Um, so it was great to just like sit down and talk to them and get to know them and they always get super excited because they're oh, always yeah. like, I'm talking to someone else. Like, I have to talk to the same people all day, every day. And it's so nice to just, like, hear someone else's voice and hear different stories. And they're always so interested in, like, what's going on out here. They always ask wow. about jobs. Um, they always ask about technology. Um, I bet it's really moving. It I is. It's just a whole different experience from, like... It's just a different world. It totally is. and I'm... It's a completely different world. Well, and it's – I have a facility that's like the, that are my – I call them my men, my guys. Because oh, um, I, I have talked to them for almost a year at this point every week. Um, but this facility, like I said, I hadn't talked to them before. So it was – it was interesting getting to know like know some fresh students I don't know their backgrounds. I don't know what they've done. I don't know their stories. I don't know anything. Like I am just meeting a human being and it's so nice. And I worked through some things like we're going to be real and vulnerable here. I worked through some of my own weird biases. Um, We moved when we moved over to the women's side. All of the women were seated together in like this one big like area whereas on the men's side they were kind of separated out all the women were sitting together and I had this moment of like intimidation and anxiety like I could not bring myself to just go talk to them and just introduce myself 
like I could with the men. And that's kind of me in real life too. Like I'm much more comfortable going yeah. up to a bunch of straight men and being like, Hey, what's up? You know? And I've, I've never felt comfortable with women. So now there's this big clump of them and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say or like what to do. I can't be like, Hey bro. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, so Instead of just like standing there, I turned to one of my coworkers and I was like, I'm be real right now. I'm feeling some type of way. I think it's wrong. I think I, it's like a bias that like I want to get over. And so she helped like talk me through it. And she's That's like, awesome. she's like, we, you know, society does this to us, like pits women against yep. women. We're always told that like women are in competition with each other. And it's just this like thing that you're holding on to. <laughs> And uh, I was like, I don't know if that's it or not. And she was like, it's it. Believe me. It is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. So she's like, I'll go too. So we went um, and talked to them. And I ended up having an amazing time. Like I talked to them for like hours and kind of making the rounds. And um, it was really sad. To That's always the worst part. Leaving because well, it's yeah. not like you're when you're leaving a friend and you're like, oh, I'll text you later or like see you next week or, <laughs> you know, like I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. Some of the girls were some of the women were getting out um, here in the next few months. And, you know, it's like, that's it. It's like, bye. <laughs> it was nice meeting you. Um, but it was that's one of those moments where it's like they're our students, but they teach us things too. Like I learn a lot from being with them. That it's kind of like kids do. Like, I mean, our, I never believed that when I was like younger and heard my parents or adults say that like kids help like teach them every single day. Mm -hmm. But it absolutely is so true. Ever since we got Caden, I have, um, I've just, I learned so much from him about myself. Yeah. That's what's really cool. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think we learn from everybody that we interact with, especially like new situations and the situation that like you had with going into the jail and talking to these people. They're, they're just people. They're just in a different situation that we can learn so much from. That's so cool. Yeah. And I always get this question of, um, why? Why are you so comfortable? Why, like, how can you just sit down with us and talk to us? Why are you okay shaking my hand? And that question always, like, it hurts me. It hurt. It it hurts my heart because obviously they've been treated some kind of way for so many years that it's weird for them to be treated like a human. Um, and then two, I'm like, I didn't even like second guess it. So hey, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, but as we start talking, my, the thing I tell them all the time is that like, we are the same people. Everyone makes mistakes and everyone does things. You just got caught and I didn't. And that's really what it boils down to. We, we all have crappy times in our lives. We've all done terrible things. We've all broken the law. Yeah. <laughs> we've all done it. Even if it's a minor thing, we've all broken a law. Um, it's just that they had a really bad moment um and that's just that's it yeah i agree i am um, i think i've said on the show before that that is 
that's what I always tell people that come to my window um, at my job where I work at the courts. And that's the only difference is I, um, they got caught. I, and everybody does like things that like, it's it just, there's no difference. We all are human. We all make mistakes. We like, yeah. But anyways, I'm excited that this week is over. It has been a crazy <laughs> week. I have been, ugh, I've been baking a lot and I'm, I definitely am excited to relax and chill out. Yay. Woo. Thank goodness. Um, we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race together. That's right. You yes. started. So how is it? What do you think? I like it. So we're talking about season 15, right? Just for yes. our listeners. Yes. Yes. Um, we're behind. We know. We are. Yes. Uh, luckily, we have not seen spoilers. Nope. So no. this is actually new. Um, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> okay. I knew some of them going, like I knew Sugar and Spice. I knew who they were before they went in. Um, and there's... There's a, f- I you know, there's always the few that you dislike and always the few that, like, you'd be okay with if they won. I'm not a fan of, I think she just won this last episode. I'm not completely sure. Noir, Noir London, oh. whatever. Not a fan. Sorry. Not a fan. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. She's really skinny. Um, she always wears the, like, white um, leather cap yes. in her, like, talking. Okay. Yeah. 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 Lux. That's her name. Lux. Yes. Okay. Not the biggest fan. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's I agree. Fine. I think Lux actually is a little like, I mean, too I don't like confident. the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like when people are overly confident and like, it's just like, confidence is a good thing. But if you are just like putting yourself above other people, like that's, yeah. No. So uh, I love Anitra. And Anitra won the talent show, which is the one that had the duck, like came up with the whole like duck walk. Uh I love her, her smile. And I just think she's like, um, really talented. They, they're, I think it's like in a couple more episodes, you'll see how they have this like lip sync palooza and Sasha Colby and Anitra are, you can tell her the queens that everybody's scared to lip sync against. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I like it so far. I, I'm only a couple episodes ahead of you though. Yeah. Just a couple. So there's one that looks like Jan. Oh, I can't, I, I am the absolute worst with names. Um, Marsha, 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 Marsha. Is that the, maybe. Is she anyway, blonde? like, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like her. I don't know. You sound like me when I first start watching I, a season. I am not good with names. I, I'm horrible with them. And I think it just, it takes me a while, especially when there's a new season, because there's so many of them. So. And I'm not about to go look it up because that's going to oh. pull up things I don't want to know. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to be like, queens of season. No. No, nope. not do it. I'm not going to do it. So this is not a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, although I'm sure you all feel like it is sometimes because <laughs> we talk about it. It's been a while. It has. Um, but we are, so we finished 
um, all the episodes of season two. It's over. It is. And we are just having an episode where we're going to kind of talk about what we thought of the whole season and or just all of it. So, all to, like, I mean, just did you like it? Did you not? Like, I mean, just right off the bat, do we like season two? Were we not happy with season two? Um, on a whole, yes. There, we, I mean, we, we've just finished talking about it, the, like, the last few episodes, and those were the ones I had the most problems with. Okay. But for the most part, yes, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I agree. I, for the most part, like, I was, I enjoyed it. I was entertained. I, I think I was surprised a lot too, um, just because the parts of the story that were different, mm-hmm. I did not see it coming. Um, I definitely am intrigued with the ending because I have no clue where it's, it's going to go. It's a different ending. <laughs> so it's uh, like an alternate ending. It is. It um. It definitely is. I I really want to see more though. I really would love to see. Nikolai um and the whole King of Scars thing and yeah I just I really hope it happens we still don't know anything yet though I haven't heard anything and we probably won't for a little bit but I I just want to see where they take it because it is such an alternate ending that there's uh, there's no telling like what in the world they have planned for if they do anything at all I have no clue like I mean at least when season one ended, we had an idea of where it was going. Yeah. But this? Nope. nope. It's all over the place. I have no clue. Because- but, like, even from the beginning of the season, like, they hit the ground running. And they hit things so quickly that it was, like, whiplash. I agree. It was... Like, we're already here? It was <laughs> so hard to this? catch up. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. How many books did we, like, so we pretty much finished two books, like, two main books, correct? Like, it was, well, no, three, Siege and Storm and Ruin and Rising. Uh Uh-huh. And then Six of Crows, some Crooked Kingdom, and some, uh... Wow. And some of King of Scars. That is crazy. I can't believe all that fit into eight episodes. Because they just, like, went for it. Like, they hit... So many plot points so quickly, and they mashed so many things together. I would love to hear what Lee thinks. Because I, do you think she read the entire script before, like, it? I don't know. I don't either. I wonder, like, because I know that changing around some of the story for her has got to be a little hard. Um, And there were some pretty drastic changes from the story. And I would love to know what she thinks. Very drastic. I mean, but it it also, just carrying on from season one, the casting, like that is one thing that the show really, really did well was the casting. Yeah. I absolutely agree because the people, like the actors and actresses that were picked for these characters were spot on. Absolutely. I, it's amazing. I can't believe they found, like, I feel like they just got so lucky because 
everybody was so perfect for their role. And I mean, whew, I, I'm trying to think about different things that were like my favorite. Um, who was like maybe your favorite um, cast member? Like, I mean, not character, but like, I mean, something like the actor or actress that you feel was the best like fit for a role. I mean, Kit 100%. Yes. I mean, Ben Barnes, yes. Ben Barnes does villains very well. Great job. But Kit, just, I could not get over every time he's on the screen, like, he commands your attention. He could just be standing there reacting to things, and you're looking at him because he just... He nailed it. He nailed it. And... um. Inej is Alden's favorite book character, but watching the show, he's like, you got to give it to Jesper. Like, he's like, Jesper's the best in the entire show. And I fully agree. I do too. I, I've always liked Jesper. I've always like, I don't know, all the characters, I kind of feel like I can, I loved yeah. reading them, but Jesper definitely watching the show comes to life. And I started to think of, I don't know, it really is an incredible, um, just the work that he did was so good. And I'm, I don't think there was anybody that they cast that I did not think did a stellar job. I was, I mean, like I think we talked about it before. I was a little weird with Wylan. Um, like just looking at the actor, Jack Wolf. Yeah. His face, like, I feel like matches Wylan, but, like, I don't know why we went with, like, the electrocuted hair. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Because, like, in the books, I mean, it is again, it doesn't have to be exactly like the books, but, like, in the books, he had, like, this, like, red curly hair, and I don't know what the choice was to go with this, like, and it was very Peter Pan to me. It was very, like... I see that. I don't I, know, but... I, I agree. I mean, it, he did a good job. He was a good actor, but it was just an interesting choice. It, it's a weird thing just because, like, we were – it. it's not a small little detail. I feel like, actually, him having red reddish hair was a big detail in the books. Because like, of his mom. Exactly. So it's – it was a big change. I mean, even though it's just someone's hair, I – I wonder if maybe they gave him some wigs and he just didn't look good in them. Maybe. I don't know. I don't look great in wigs sometimes. Maybe he was just the best embodiment of that character and they did what they could do. Yeah. I um I particularly love our Tamar oh my and Tolia. That combo is incredible. They did such a good job. I I just loved watching them mm-hmm. on screen together. Yes. They were amazing. Amazing. They had really good chemistry on screen. They like embodied their own individual characters, mm-hmm. but the way they work together, fantastic. They did such a good job. I I love Nikolai. I think I already said that, mm-hmm. but I I was weird. I think. Do you remember when they were talking about casting and we saw him for the first time? And I was a little. I well, it's not that I didn't think it would work out, but like there was just a like. Um, we'll have to see. I think we all were hesitant because when you read Nikolai, he is such a huge character. Yes. Like, and he has a lot of character. 
it just it I think we were nervous because we didn't know this person and it's like I hope they can do Nikolai like the way that he needs to be done. I and, think he did. And the weird thing in the beginning of season two with Nikolai, where he was the backer of oh, yeah. the Alina thing. Yeah. So thinking about that more, I was like, wait a minute. Why does he have to do that? If like Alina is being brought to Ravka anyway by the Darkling and he is Ravka, <laughs> like, why does he have to do this whole big thing? And he's the prince. So like he could have spoken to her like this whole, I, I don't really understand unless it was just this like fun introduction. They thought it was going to be, I just, I, the more I started thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute. Why did we have to do this weird? Yeah, I. It's been a while since we were like at that episode. I I can't remember. Like I know what you're talking about. I just like I guess I'd have to watch it again to see if like there was a reason that he had to kind of do that, or maybe he didn't. Like I don't know. I can't remember I right now. It was the first time watching it. It was a fun revelation. Yes. Because, like, they show his ring first. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I know that ring. I know who that is. And then you're, like, waiting for him to, like, speak. Um, So, like, it was a fun first watch through, like, oh, my goodness. But then when you take the time to really think about it, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why did that happen? Why did he <laughs> need to have that introduction? I don't know. I'm going to have to rewatch that part and see. Yeah. So... Some other things that I loved about the show is actually now having the fold, like, there's an image in my head now of what the fold looks like. Yeah. I know that's something, like, it seems really small, but, like, it, to me, and I think there's a lot of, like, readers out there, once we were able to actually see that, it was emotional being oh, able yeah. to actually see the fold, and I think they did such an incredible job. Season two, I feel like the fold became more alive even like it's it was really neat that's one thing i definitely am always going to remember and think about and in season one how they showed the darkling creating the fold Mm -hmm. oh oh my god that was so amazing (laughs) i i actually want to go and like watch that again and i love all that history and i think that's so cool um and think if there's speaking of characters they changed nadia oh yes that's right. That is that the only person that actually got I, changed from season I one? I think so. I think you're right. And it uh, was noticeable. Oh, yeah, very noticeable. <laughs> I don't think there was anybody else though. I don't uh, think there was. We got a Jordy who was like It was they a, really looked like brothers. They did. It was that whole scene also was like, I like the way that they introduced us to Kaz's story. However, I wish we got some more. Yes. But I, I'm i still happy with what we got. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they really did look like brothers. And that little boy, little Kaz. Oh, <laughs> I forgot so, about how cute he was. It's so heartbreaking. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. But that was, yeah. I can't believe that they found somebody that was so similar look-wise. Yeah, and luckily we didn't really have a lot of apparat in this season. However, we did have him at the end, and um, yeah. I still can't get over that ugly outfit. 
that he was wearing at the very end. It made <laughs> no sense to me. But, um, hey, you know what? Nikolai and Suspenders was totally worth it. So I could deal with anything in season two because I got to see Nikolai in his suspenders. <laughs> I love that. I love that outfit. It was so cute. Uh, I don't know if cute's the right word. You're right. As to what not. you're describing. Well, I like the suspenders. Something to grab I onto. think we know. Yes, we do. So... <laughs> Have you said suspenders so many times in your life ever? I feel like maybe I haven't, and Chris, I just want to get, get the suspenders. word in. Well, I love a cute accessory. Come on. Come on, accessory. Come on, accessories. <laughs> so, uh, and he's got a whole new accessory now with his Oh, yeah, he does. Shadow monster. Oh, see, I really. I know. I, I want to see it. I want to see that so bad. I really hope we do. So, um, well, it was not. It was fun seeing um, all the like the hummingbird and the yeah. That it was really neat to see that stuff come to life, especially um, the first time that you see pretty much like a skiff. Well, no, it was the boat. That's right. That he created to like go flying the hummingbird, like Volkvolny. The Volkvolny. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It was cool to see that. And we got the don't touch that. Yes. There, um, Mal's story changed quite a bit. Oh my gosh, yes. So we definitely know that we're going to get more of Mal. However, we really have no clue where that's going to go because we are in uncharted territory. I hate so much that during the whole thing, Alina is like holding on to Mal the whole time. She is just like everything she does is about Mal. So much so that like we're sitting here making fun of it and like making <laughs> gagging noises. And then we get to the end and Mal's like, eh. <laughs> I don't feel it anymore. I'm sorry. I don't feel it. Bye. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Well, you just did her dirty. He's going to go and see if their true north is real because uh. apparently if they, um, if they do find each other again, then they know it's real. He just did her so dirty in the show. It's a <laughs> it's a new way to ghost someone. It's like, I mean, that I can't believe she also like accepts it. The like, I mean, it was way too easy. She's just like, okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? She is like, I she possibly is evil now. So uh, true. Maybe she'll go after him. Maybe her heart is black. <laughs> It might be. It's Who so knows? weird. So weird. It is. I am. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like we got a whole new uh, section of Grisha. That's right. Yep. And with hot topic and hot topic Grisha. Forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um, and Alina also said at the end of the last episode that she doesn't want the Grisha Grisha divided up in the orders which is what does happen in the book yep however it will be interesting to see like how they do that in season three if we get that we get it yes you might just have to be satisfied with what you got now who knows we will see but altogether i definitely was entertained i liked it i am i was happy it it was it was different, and I think they have to do that because they they want the readers to have 
I'll be surprised as well. So I was happy with it. Yeah, I think it's done a good job with it. Season one did it too, where there were little Easter eggs. I don't know if I want to say Easter eggs, but like nods to the reader. Yeah. Like things that only the reader would understand. Like our most recent was the bee that landed on Zoya. Yeah. Like only the people that know. It's like one of those, if you know, you know. There were those things all through the show of like, if you know, you know. I love Easter eggs and I think they, and they definitely were it. And the, there were so many of them, I feel, like just little nods to us. Just mm-hmm. I I loved it. And that's why they have to make more because you can't <laughs> give me that and then not let me see it. So Right? Uh, bad. Well, yeah, altogether, I give it a thumbs up or two thumbs up, whatever. You know, I liked it. I enjoyed season two and season one. I, I just want to see more, and I hope that's what we get. I know it's, it's sad when you get through it and then it's, over and you might watch it two or three more times through but then it's like i want more give me more (laughs) yeah we'll just have to we'll just have to see who knows i have no clue when they will announce something like that so if they do if they don't go to season three but instead do a crow spinoff I'm, will that make will that like sat be satisfactory absolutely okay yes i just want something I don't care. Like, I just need something. Yeah, I do not care whether it's season three or it is the Crow spinoff. That's still it. That'd be amazing. I feel like the whole, like, Nina thing wasn't as, like, strong in the show as it is in the books. Um, And even going into, like, Six, Six of Crows. But I think her story... I think we're just at the beginning of Six of Crows with Nina. I agree. I think there's a lot more that has to be, like, developed, I feel like, with her. Like, because I I don't see what, like, I I agree. Like, if we started Six of Crows right now, her and Matthias, like, I mean, their relationship is not where I feel like it. He had been in Hellgate for a long time, and she was working at one of the houses in Ketterdam as a therapist, basically, <laughs> um, when we run into her. Right. So actually, even though they dipped into Six of Crows for the other crows, they've just started her story. You're right. Yeah. I, you're absolutely right. They have just really started, like, so we haven't seen their... I don't know, that very strong connection that her and Matthias have. Yeah. And her connection also to the crows themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. It is nice that, because when we meet her in Six of Crows, they already have, like, all the crows, like, know her. So it was nice in the show to get, like, that little, like, introduction. The little backstory of yeah. seeing how that, I think it's cute. Especially the way Jesper was talking about it with the story. Like, it was the last episode where he was like, we could be the... Five, five of... Yeah. Five of... Cro- and it cuts him off. It was cute. He said four at first, and then... And then there's Kaz five. turns around, and he's like, nope, five, and points to Nina, and I'm like, heck yeah. Nina looks so funny when they, like, point, like, when you actually see her. 
just the way like she just looks disheveled yes. and like it's just it's, just, it's I think funny. she's still like feeling some kind of way about Mal coming back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like <laughs> five of cr- yeah. Well, is there anything else you think that like you want to make sure that we cover about like season two? Oh. I know it's hard to like kind of let go, but it's so hard to say goodbye. Well, but we have to. We do because we have to get back to Hellbent. We do. <laughs> so we are going to take a little bit of a break. One week. One week. <laughs> However, we will be returning returning. June 2nd, and that episode will be us pretty much trying to remember what we had read from (laughs) Hellbent since we took such a long break from it. We need to kind of, you know, have a let's get ourselves back together episode. So if you've been holding on, waiting for us to get back to Hellbent, June 2nd is your day. Yep, we are coming back to it. So, yeah, June 2nd and... We're excited. I seriously have no clue where we left off with that. It's going to be so funny. I have an idea. Well, um, okay. Well, you all be great. Thank you so much for going on this ride with us. And um, we're excited to see you all back in Hellbent June 2nd. Okay. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, Brenda. Brenda.